Death and destruction have returned to Gaza after efforts to extend a ceasefire came to naught. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu ordered his delegates back from the talks mediated by Qatar. US Vice President Kamala Harris has called for restraint on Israel's part. Watching it all unfold here, Otago University's international relations professor uh, Robert Patman, thanks so much for being with us. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. No, it's a pleasure. Do you see any hope of another ceasefire anytime soon? Um, can't rule it out, but at the moment, both Hamas and uh, Israel are saying there's no prospect of negotiations. In fact, Israel's withdrawn its negotiators. And so, uh, and Hamas, for its part, is saying it won't resume negotiations until uh, the current mil- Israeli military campaign ceases. So that's kind of a rock and a hard place situation, isn't it? Um, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a couple of other factors here that may intervene. Uh, one is uh, the United States. The United States is clearly getting quite uneasy about Israel's uh, stance and has laid down a number of red lines. And uh, uh, I'm not sure how those sit with the Netanyahu government. Uh, what are those red lines? Uh, Israel should not occupy Gaza when the fighting's over. Palestinians mustn't be internally or externally displaced from Gaza. And is, Palestinians must govern, govern Gaza after this fighting's over. So uh, the, there are some imponderables there. The other thing here is uh, Israel is actually taking quite significant casualties uh, in the Gaza Strip. And there's the whole question of public opinion. Uh, there's been demonstrations against Netanyahu um, in the last couple of days by Israeli settlers citizens who feel that the resumption of the military campaign is bad news for the hostages that I must still have. And that would be a rough guess, at least 100, maybe 150. Yes, still, something of that order, yeah. Still, yep, still stuck in there. Realistically, will Israel ever flush Hamas out of Gaza? No, I, I, I think that, and some of us said so at the time, it was always a fantasy from the beginning to believe that you could um, annihilate Hamas. And the question then is, if that's not possible, and why is it not possible? Because even if you physically liquidate Hamas, which is a very tall order, uh, after seven weeks, there's no indication that Israel would be able to do that. But even if you could, it would come at enormous cost to civilians. And secondly, um, Hamas are not just simply located in, in, in Gaza. They have international connections. So... Uh, and also the, the desire for political self-determination by the Palestinians, i.e. State, the desire for statehood, is not going to go away just because you eliminate one extremist no. organisation or terrorist organisation that has actually exploited that grievance. And uh, you will no doubt in the process of trying to or um, uh, making people think that you're trying to eliminate Hamas, you just create a whole lot of new grievances. Yes, well, you have a lot of families who, let's be quite clear about this, about 70% of the people killed, and most uh, international organisations, including the UN, estimate that more than 14,000 Palestinians are now dead. Most of them are innocent. They have nothing to do with the terror attacks. And and, and about 67% are women and children. So uh, this this hasn't been a classic, uh, if you like, counter-terrorist response to the appalling Mm. and horrendous terrorist attack on the 7th of November on her Israel. It, it's been a, an intensive bombardment. And in the eyes of many people, collective punishment. Is there... And, uh, 
I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. Is is there a role uh, for New Zealand in all of this? Were you to be foreign affairs minister, for example, many would think that would be a good idea. Uh, oh yes, would, there is absolutely. Uh, uh, what we, should we, we do? We, well, I think New Zealand needs to reiterate very, very, uh, you know, energetically the urgent need for a permanent ceasefire. Um, if you accept and uh, that the military campaign is not going to work. What's the point of killing more and more people if you're still not going to be able to annihilate Hamas? And the question here is, in fact, the continuation of the Israeli campaign is actually going to jeopardise the chances for what everybody says they want, including New Zealand, which is a two-state solution. So we urgently need to have a ceasefire. And New Zealand, which has been strangely muted during this crisis, needs to start acting in accordance with the values that it represents. Most Kiwis, in this, as far as I can see, are appalled by what's happening. Two wrongs don't make a right. The Hamas attack was appalling, but the response from Israel has been disproportionate and very hard on the civilian population. It had nothing to do with the original terror attack. And that sort of response is only going to uh, continue this unfortunate tit-for-tat um, conflict dynamic. We need to bring an end to this conflict once and for all. So grateful for your time this morning, uh, Professor Robert Patman at Otago University. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.